0: You are tuned in to Kingdom Living with DeAndrea Bolden. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about social media and the church. And so if you are tuned in today, I'm pretty sure you've heard of social media before. And I'm pretty sure you also know how powerful and um, how popular it is. The popularity of social media over the years has skyrocketed, especially, I believe, with Facebook coming on the market uh, years ago. Before then, it was MySpace, but things definitely have shifted and evolved. You got Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, um, I know I'm probably forgetting some, but there's a lot of different uh, social media platforms. But one thing about it is social media can be used for a lot of things. And so social media can be good or bad depending on how people use it, right? And so if you use social media to spread awareness about your charity to help children that are suffering with cancer, you are using social media for a very, very positive uh, purpose. But social media can also be used for a negative purpose. And so I want to talk a little bit about... um, Again, social media and the church, because there are a lot of people in the church that are using social media for great things. They are using social media as a platform to be able to um, reach a larger audience, to share the message of the gospel, to share the love of Christ, to let um, the, the unchurched or or, you know, people that are in a place where they may not even be able to go to church, but to be able to connect with these people and, and allow them to hear the word of God, to hear about the good news, to hear something that will encourage them, that will build them up, that will, that will comfort them. And so it, it, it it is very proven and it's very true that social media can be used for so much good. And so, um, there are a lot of people doing a lot of great things, but unfortunately, one thing that has been overshadowing the positive aspects of using social media has been a lot of the negative. We've seen where people in the church have used social media um, as a tool to bully other people, Um uh, you know, attacking people, belittling them, discrediting, discrediting them, harassing them. We um, we also see where uh, people are using social media in the church um, as an online diary or journal. I'm constantly telling people, hey, if you are bleeding and what I mean by bleeding, like if you are dealing with a lot of p- emotional pain and uh, psychological issues, go to a professional mental health uh, um, Provider. Don't air your dirty laundry on Facebook. Don't air your dirty laundry on social media because those people, honestly, they may click like and they may amen you, but at the end of the day, they're not going to be there for you. And for the most part, they honestly really don't care beyond a surficial like or maybe a little quick comment. And so people have to realize social media is not. Um, um, a replacement for for therapy, and even if you know people are like you know, you know, have their their qualms with therapy, get a journal. But for for uh, for goodness sake, don't put your dirty laundry and all your business out there for the world to see. Um, another thing that I've noticed is that it seems that no one in the church wants to do anything nice without being seen. I'm seeing a lot of videos of people walking up to homeless people giving them food giving them money which is great in itself but to realize that homeless people are people they deserve privacy they deserve dignity and they deserve respect they don't deserve to be shown getting getting handouts on a video um i can see you know videotaping someone if you're trying to reconnect them with a loved one or to help them get a job or to help them get on their feet. I'm all for that, but it seems that sometimes the motive is to be seen doing things to be seen um, doing the right thing versus just doing the right thing. And so it's important that we really check our motives when we click live on Facebook or when we click go live on Instagram or when we click go live on Periscope, asking ourselves, do I really need to do this? Is there really any value added or am I doing this for accolades? Am I using social media for validation? Am I using social media to get over rejection or to seem uh, more important or more powerful than uh, what and who I really am. And so it's so important to to um, consider those things and realize that every person that is homeless does not want to be videotaped. Every person that is homeless does not want a video camera and a mic shoved in their face um, just to get some food, just to get a little change. And so that's one of the things that I'm seeing as it relates to social media in the church. And another one, and the biggest one, and the most important one is Um, taking privacy away from intimacy with God. One thing that's really began to vex me and kind of irritate me over the years, you can't hardly go to a conference or a worship service without people taking pictures and videotaping. You can't hardly cry on the altar before God without cameras and, and videotape everywhere. And so I'm all for taping the sermon. I'm all for even maybe... Taping uh, the worshipers up there worshiping and the minstrels uh, playing the instruments and even the dancers dancing. But some things need to be private. In fact, a lot of these embarrassing moments to the body of Christ would not have even existed had the church used more discretion as to what should and what should not be videotaped in the first place. When people are given very personal and and, um, detailed um, um, testimonies it should not be videotaped. There are certain things that do not need to be videotaped and and made public. And I've warned people, I really feel that one day the church is going to start getting sued for videotaping and taping. Matter of fact, I just remembered something. Thank you, Lord. There was a guy that um, he asked the church not to to uh, record or tape or, or take a picture, whichever it was of him being baptized. He came from a very strict Muslim family and they decided to do that again against his will. And, um, it had very, very, I cannot remember exactly what the consequences were, but when he went home, I believe he was attacked by his family and he was talking about suing that church and so I know sometimes we're excited to show that the power of God is there we're excited to show what God is doing through our ministries but sometimes we have to be mindful of realizing people deserve and should have privacy and everything should not and does not have to be recorded and photographed and put on social media and on websites for the world to see and so we really have to start realizing that um just really evaluating things again. Social media is a powerful, powerful tool. I'm on social media. I wouldn't even, um, you know, be podcasting now if social media wasn't um, in existence. But it's important to really evaluate and ask myself: Is this appropriate? Is this necessary? Could this harm someone? Am I doing this out of spite? So before you post, really begin to ask yourself those questions. Can my post hurt hurt someone? cause, cause someone to be hurt physically or even emotionally? Is my post, um, um, you know, going to cause me embarrassment, um, um, going forward? Will it discredit me or discredit my ministry? You know, especially for those that like to vent and tell all their business on social media. Um, is, is, is my, is my taping and posting and recording this? Is it necessary? Is it value added? Does it take away the dignity and privacy of the person, Uh, other persons involved. And so I think when we consider these things, we can get a better balance to make sure we're using social media for the good. Because again, social media is a powerful tool and we can reach a lot of souls for Christ through that tool. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please tune in again next week. God bless you.